You're listening to Fragmented Fantasy, the story of the Frost Forest. Fragment 2, The Night Parade of Spirits. As the snow shower calmed down on the cool summer night, the village of Iona was dead silent. The center of the Frost Forest was at peace tonight, and no one dared disturb their important work. The children of the village gathered together in their ceremonial garb, faces painted with dark blue markings highlighting distinct abnormalities of each individual, like birthmarks or pronounced facial features. The garb they wore was tribal armor, patches of hardened leather emblazoned with wool trim pieced together on top of wool garments. The adults wore similar garb, but with more detail each piece of leather depicting a scene from their lives painted in a light blue pigment that blended loosely with the snowy scenery. Niara looked up to the starry sky with wide eyes. This would be her very first night parade, and the familiar constellations grew ever brighter that day. Her older brother would be herding for the first time today, and she was nervous for him. The Night Parade of Spirits was an event that occurred every 200 years, and one which the Snow Elves, Iona specifically, had an imperative role in. The ceremony involves the migration of spirits from the Frost Forest and the Cybronian High Mountains to the peak of the world. The spirits, once arriving there, would scatter in a shower of colors to different regions all over the hemisphere. It was important to keep the balance of natural magic in the world and encouraging the spirit's migration was part of that process. As the spirits follow their natural instincts, they coalesce above the frost forest in an aurora of colors that flow across the sky. As a spectrum of colors flowing seemingly as a single living entity, the night parade was a sight to behold, and for many races, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. The snow elves of Iona served as herders, guides for the spirits on their journey to the peak of the world, the tallest of the Cybronian High Mountains. Each herder was equipped with an ancient relic gifted from the gods in the early years of settlement, the hands of Ylor, a prince of the Feywild, fabled to have been the first ancestor to the Snow Elves. It is fabled that Ylor, having counsel with the spirits of the forest, used his own two hands to carry each and every spirit from the forest to the peak of the world in order to teach them the way. In honor of that tradition, the magical items used to aid the spirits on their journey are thus an homage to the late prince. The twisted handles of ivy that would then project two tendrils of energy that keep spirits from leaving the pack headed along the path as they were taught eons ago. The thin blue spectral lines produced by the hands of Ylor are a sight to behold reaching far into the sky to tame the ever-twisting aurora as it dashes for the mountaintop. As Nyara stood patiently in a line with the other younglings, she spotted Kelwreath positioned near the entrance to the village with their father, Relor. As excited as she was to witness the spectacle, she still felt the turmoil in her gut as she worried for her brother. Seemingly catching her glance, Kelwreath turned his head to his sister and as a goofy grin spread across the boy's face, he reached his hand out towards his sister and signed in the secret language they had developed. I'll be fine. Niara was born a very wary child, 
not speaking at all until the age of 60. For a species that lives almost 800 years, this would not normally be a problem. But snow elves reach adulthood at age 100, and not speaking until close to this was unheard of. Thus, Kelreath had reached out to his younger sister not through his voice, but through kind gestures and warm expressions. Kelreath created a signing system, which eventually blossomed into a full-on secret language between the two siblings. Still infrequently speaking, Niara has come out of her shell slightly, but comfortable with her reserved nature, still mainly communicates through her brother's translation. Just as Niara was about to sign back, her hands fell to her side. Kelry's expression turned to concern, and just as he started to make his way over to her, he was stopped in his track by an abrupt sound. Good luck, shouted Niara. Shocked at first, Kelbreath's expression once again twisted into a smile before turning back and readying himself for the ceremony ahead. The surrounding children and adults were stunned at the quiet child's sudden outburst, almost as if they all convinced themselves they were dreaming. No one acknowledged the cry and returned to await the parade. Just as Niara's eyes drifted from her brother, the sound of gasps and hushed voices drew her eyes to the sky. There, rising into it, was a technicolor wave of bright lights. Starting as individual orbs populating the sky like duplicate stars, the orbs condensed, eventually forming a rainbow that rose above the snowy trees, rapidly slithering northwards. As the blue tendrils from the many hands of Ulor extended, gently caressing the mass of spirits like a mother comforting her child, the collection of consciousness calmed down, becoming seemingly solid. It flew in an arc around the village, glistening in the many children's wide eyes, before darting past the forest and on to the mountain path ahead. This has been Fragmented Fantasy, the story of the Frost Forest. Fragment 2, The Night Parade of Spirits. The Frost Forest, and more specifically the village of Iona, played a pivotal role in the balance of the world's magic before it was overrun and ultimately destroyed. Now the village of Iona no longer guides the spirits to be released and dispersed throughout the world, what has become of the balance of magic. Thank you for listening, and as always, good luck piecing together the puzzle.